Hi, I'm April Lovett. And I'm Daryl Lovett. We've been together for six years, and we have a sweet and sassy little girl, an adorable and talkative little boy, and our fur child, our dog, Lainey. <laughs> oh. That's funny, huh? Hi, I'm April Lovett. And I'm Daryl Lovett. We've been together for six years, and we have a sweet and sassy little girl, an adorable and talkative little boy, and our fur child, our dog, Lainey. That's right. We also work our nine-to-five jobs together, we teach together, and we own the Lovett Company. We do so much together, and we wanted to share some of our tips and tricks for living out our 24-7 relationship. That's right, a relationship that is all day, every day. Plus, we wanted to share with you how we managed to run our business alongside full-time jobs and still find time for kids, chores, and fun. So in this podcast, the Success in Black and White podcast, we will talk about navigating the gray in life. So get ready, get ready, get ready. We're going to be bringing to you Real Talk concepts every week as we share some of our stories, best practices, as well as talk to guests about how they found success by doing extraordinary things in their everyday lives. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Success in Black and White. The podcast. We are back in the house one more again. We are back one more again. Coming to you live. From the house. The house. I added an extra word in there somewhere. You did? I think so. Oh. You said, the podcast. We are back. Oh, I said we are back in the house. Because I know we said house like multiple times and we usually don't. But I was trying to cover for you because you always forget to say coming to your life. I know, but I actually didn't forget this. I know. And then I said an extra house. Oh, so I screwed you up because you were trying to cover for me. I was trying to cover for you, but you actually said it and it. Great. Anyways. So we back one more again. We back one more again. Yes. And if you're listening to us right now and you're wondering why. You maybe have not watched us in a little while. It's because we need to put some videos up. We need to post some videos and then there are some times where we just um, weren't able to, to set up and, and kind of film. Um, I would say tonight the is way one that of those we nights. were. Tonight is one of those nights. So this will not be a video one, but um, we're going to have a really good conversation. I think we're gonna have a really good conversation. Oh, tonight! Oh, I yeah. thought you meant about putting the videos up. No, you I were mean, like, we're we had put. Up. I was that. like, yeah. you said that, and you looked at me, and, and I was like, <laughs> we're gonna have a. I'm sorry, am I not supposed to set up the cameras and all that stuff again? Nah, no, we no, just, no. yeah, nah. We felt like the messages that we had were still good to keep putting out without oh, the yeah. video. And there were a couple of times that we weren't able to set up. You're like, we're gonna have a conversation. I was <laughs> no, just no, no, a good conversation. I meant I the like, one tonight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> If y'all could see us, though, it would be hilarious. Also, I'm trying to figure out when we get the videos back, it's going to be a little different than our like previous productions. I'm trying to figure out because I've been testing it sort of kind of, but I haven't been able to put one together yet of like the different angles and um, like where it captures like your facial expressions and we kind of go back and forth. But that's a whole production thing. Everything got time for that. If somebody out there does this kind of stuff, let me know. Reach out okay. to me and let me know. Um, yeah, we and we're a... not asking for favors. We definitely um, pay for services that, that we ask for. Um, if you do that kind of stuff. Hey, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Because I can do the recording and then just give it to somebody and say, hey, like, make it work. Make it look good. Help us. Yeah. So, well, what are we talking about tonight since you said we're going to have a good conversation? I think we're going to have a good conversation. Um, well, we 
we are we have large glasses of red wine tonight. Large, extra large. Right, which I actually didn't really mean to, but it just came out that way. Okay. Um. So tonight, I really wanted to recap. Um, not recap, but kind of talk through some of some points that we went to. Um, a speaker tonight. Dr. Russell Moore. Yes. Who is the president of the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. Yes. For this, I think that's right, for the Southern Baptist Convention. Convention. Yes. There's a lot of acronyms that could be said in there. I'm not going to say them. Anyway, basically, for those of you who have not been following along, um, we go to a church that for honestly the first five years that we were going to i thought was non-denominational and then one day our preacher just randomly said oh by the way um he said something about a speaker coming from the southern baptist convention because we're a baptist church (laughs) and daryl and i looked at each other like we've been coming here for five years and we didn't know that we're a baptist church it doesn't operate like your traditional baptist churches it was a if very you, big surprise. Yeah, if you and and the way that it's explained and the way that he explains it, I love that we can do more together than mm-hmm. we can independently with the missions and um, you know, um, like like the good things that we do. Like we can do it better together. Yeah, in community with other people than individually as an independent church. Yeah. So So if any of that happened to put you on pause or turn you off, let me assure you what we're actually talking about tonight is kind of a recap of his discussion about the 2020 political season. Yeah, definitely. It It was was very interesting. It was very interesting and very good. And I feel like a lot Mm -hmm. of the tips that he gave um, were spot on. Yeah. And I know some of them were kind of piercing to me as well. Yeah. I was just kind of like, Ugh, ouch. Got and they me. really transcend any, I mean, we're talking about, you know, from we had gone to our church and it was from our church perspective, but they could just really transcend any, any ideology, political ideology, just, you know, however yeah, you think definitely. it really applies to everybody. Um, yes. so I wanted to recap it because it was really good. And by recap, I mean, kind of give you guys some of the stuff that he talked about a little bit. Yeah, we can go Um, through some of these tips and then we can just kind of talk through some of our experiences. We have any um, and and just kind of drop it on them and let them um, hear what, you know, some of these tips were that he gave and kind of some of our takeaways and Mm -hmm. then just let it sizzle in your spirit and keep it moving. That's right. Um, so what we're calling this one is don't lose yourself this political season. That's right. Don't lose yourself this political season. Do you remember the 2016 election season? It was rough. It was a disaster for America. It was rough. It was rough. I mean, even just from, um, like a perspective of just like relationships. Yeah. Um, I mean, people that I thought I knew that then after that i was like do i really know you right um and people that i you know that i knew and i'm like wow you've changed and then i had people coming at my head for voicing my opinions i mean it was rough it was just like it was rough i feel like everybody felt that and i want to clarify because i know you well enough and i know like for me at least 
I'm when we talk about this, I'm not going to talk about the outcome of the election or even the politicians. Yeah, we're not going to do that. I think what surprised me the most about the 2016 election was how much roughage I saw with like, like you said, relationships or like what happened on social media, you know, and it just, it's kind of like looking back now, it's kind of heartbreaking to just remember how people treated each other and how they talked to each other. Um, and really, I feel like we can be better than that. And I say that, but I'm recalling even now, like I'm seeing articles and stuff coming from left, coming from right, coming from, you know, whoever. <laughs> the yeah. people are throwing stuff all over the internet. And some of it is just, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. It's just fueling a fire that is really unnecessary, you know? Yeah. Uh, and the news. Ugh. The media does not help the cause at all. Um, matter of fact, that's where most of the fuel coming from. It absolutely does. Yeah. So we do watch. like I'll I'll come in and turn it on. I don't know if you watch it. I find it. I find the news coverage highly entertaining because I tend to read and listen to um, fairly unbiased, like as neutral sources as I can find on some of these coverages, like during the impeachment trial of Donald Trump, I was watching C-SPAN because it was the most neutral source I could find. And I don't want to be swayed by left or right or who's like this talking head or that talking head. I wanted to be able to form my own opinions. And so I just find it entertaining after watching something very neutral and forming my own opinions to come in and I'll flip through all the channels. I'll watch some Fox, then I'll go to CNN, I'll go to MSNBC. And I, I think last night I was like giggling about it because they all had very different viewpoints. I just stopped paying attention because they all got to get their ratings. That's true. So they're going to do something. Somebody going to say something crazy. That one lady I, I, you don't have to say her name. She was just she was aggravating to even just listen to just because of like it was just unnecessary. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was, she was aggravating. I just stopped paying attention. And you kept flipping through the channels and I just I just tuned out. Um, just listen to her and she was yelling in her voice and she was so animated unnecessarily. And then mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, all right, I ain't got time for this, yeah. but they got to get the ratings. That's they how they get, get that the money. Ratings. And right. when it comes down to it, that carries a lot of weight. Well, and there is a certain psychology behind it too. And I think that Dr. Moore talked about this tonight a little bit um, about some of the psychology behind the media. And so that's our first tip is to know when and what media to consume and then know your limits. Um, one of the examples I can think about in terms of like how media plays with your mind and just psychologically with you is everything is a catastrophe. And when everything is a catastrophe, what the major news media outlets, every single one of them during the impeachment trial, whenever I would go in and just see like what talking heads were saying about this, I would flip through Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, all of the major, even some of like the cable or not cable, um, antenna news networks, like just the regular NBC and CBS and stuff, all of them would have all day long during the impeachment trial, 
breaking news flashing on the bottom. It was all breaking news for like seven or eight days. And it wasn't nothing breaking about it. There was nothing breaking about it. It was nothing break. Like I said, ratings, (laughs) money. Because think about it. When you see it, like your attention is drawn there. Like kind of like when... um, um, like when you're out and about and you're trying to find something to eat, those yeah. bright lights and flashing signs, they always draw you in. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing. You flip through it and it's like breaking. You're like, oh, I missed something. Let me go back. I got to catch it real quick. Right. They're talking about the same old thing. Yeah. Nothing ain't breaking about it. I just think it's really important to know and understand what they're trying to do. Like you said, they're trying to elicit response and get ratings. And I think you just have to really know. Yep, that's it. Know your limits, what you can what you can watch and what you can't watch or take in. Yeah. And about the media, like I, I really like kind of what you do, um, where you say you, you kinda listen to all of them and you try to find the least biased one. But make sure like that you're fact checking and mm-hmm. like you're you're reading like you're doing all if you're if you're really going to the media for information because it's going to help you um, determine or make a decision. Like make sure you're getting all the information and make sure that you're fact checking and, and you actually know that the information that you're getting is accurate because I think that's where um, a lot of the, the issues and challenges come in as like the news people, they just say stuff and it's all based on interpretation or perception. Yeah. And some of it could be true or some of it could be, um, not true or it could just be misperceived. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Um, the second tip that we have, and um, he actually he talked a lot about this tonight, is to forget the politician, like the person, the human, and focus on the issues, the policies at stake, um, those kind of things. And I think this is the most difficult one for people, to be honest with you. Um, This is the thing that I see the most on social media is like people are bashing one politician or bashing the other politician. And that's what it all becomes about. Instead of really focusing on what are the issues, um, could an issue or a policy become bipartisan if we could ever figure out, like if both sides could figure out how to come through and talk about it in a meaningful matter. Yeah. Good luck with that. (laughs) But yeah, so I mean, that is, I think it's going to, I think it would be the hardest thing, but people can get really evil to each other. And it's because, you know, one of the things he talked about tonight was that people put their, they put their self identity into another person because we identify more with people. We're very relational as human beings, um, which is not a bad thing, but we put our identities into other people. And so we really latch on to like, um, well, I'm with this candidate or I'm with that candidate. And so I support them or I support like people put bumper stickers on their car of like, I support so-and-so. I think that he really explained it very well when he was talking about why people attach themselves to other people. It's because you're basically saying that I'm giving up my rights to you to represent me. Oh yeah. that's Remember right. he said he that? He sure did say that. And he said that, that's why people attach to other people. Yeah. But he also backed that up with um, 
you know, making sure that you focus on the issues, if you're going to do that and give your rights, your self rights away to somebody else to represent you, make sure you know the ish, all the issues and not yeah. just some of them and make sure that you can also um, support what the person overall objective is yeah. because he was saying how like you know some issues you're like yeah I'm good with that and then there's something like nah I'm not good with but the overall person and what their objective is and what they stand for is what should matter yeah um, but definitely like try to disassociate yourself with the person and focus on the issues but because of human nature like you said we kind of like give up our rights because this person is going to represent me yeah i'm so glad you said that because i did i forgot he said that but that was one of the most important points um and i know it's hard for people and some people will come in and say well i am focusing on the issues and that's why i like this politician over this one and i think that's good i think just if that's the reason that you're supporting somebody like Daryl said, just make sure that, you know, you can support a majority of their, of their platform and not just, well, you know, hard, hard nose. I'm a hard nose, you know, Democrat, or I'm a hard nose Republican. And I would never vote for another person. Like, just make sure that you know all of the issues. Yep. Um, the third point was to know this might've been just my own, um, what is it? And my then I'm, I'll look back in my notes. Okay. See. I got mine open too. Oh, good. It was know your biases and determine to understand all sides, which actually is what we were just talking about. Yep. In my notes, I see where you got that from. Um, know what you believe. Yeah. So we were talking about before, like forget the politician or try to do your best to disassociate yourself with the politician and focus on the issues. And sometimes that's hard if you don't know what you believe. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the things that he talked about. And that's what I wrote in my notes. And I think that's kind of what you're getting at. Like know your biases and determine uh, to understand all sides by knowing what you believe. Yeah. And that essentially will be the root of what kind of dictates your thought process and um you know what i don't want to say what side you're leaning on because it's not a left or right side yeah but kind of like what you're thinking about when you're moving forward um in the political season so i agree and you know we talk about this often as like as individuals and as a family and like moving forward in your career know your values Cause that'll help you in every decision that you have to make, but definitely in political decisions. Yep. So, um, but, I'll, oh, sorry, go, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was gonna say along with that though, I think it's also important to know, you know, like we talk a lot about strengths, um, and then understanding your weaknesses. And I think it's the same as like, know your value system and then know what your biases are. I think that's important because if you know your bias a certain way, everybody is biased and people are not going to admit that, but everybody has biases. And I think it's important to really think through why you might have those if they're actually founded or not. Cause sometimes biases are founded. Sometimes they're not. And so I think you have to think through and really just determine for yourself, like, are these founded? And if not, what can I do to start dismantling these biases so I can see every side of a situation or a platform? Yeah, I wrote down a second part to that, and um, I think it's very important, and, and he kind of briefly mentioned, like, it's okay to have differences, mm-hmm. but understand and know if it's, like, a, a difference or if it's, like, self-identity. 
Mm. Um, and he talked about it briefly and, and, um, I wrote that down because I thought that was very powerful. Like we all have differences and it's okay to have differences. Yeah. But like you said, when you know your biases, also knowing like this is just a difference. This isn't rooted. This isn't like something I self-identify with or as. Um, so I think that's just as important, knowing that it's a difference as opposed to like a self-identity. Yeah. Agree. That's good. Yeah. So that's really the third tip. Uh, the fourth one is one that this was a good one right here. I know, and it's one that I, I, I. It came from what he was saying, but I've just made. I put it in here because this was something I'm guilty of, and I know a lot of people are. And even in this season, I find myself wanting to engage, and that is. It's not worth engaging in social media arguments because people's minds are not changed by memes. He did say this or even news stories. So really all it does when you post like memes or news stories to your feed, it doesn't change anybody's minds. It doesn't rally the troops. It doesn't get anybody excited. All it does is show what you believe or how you think. And it's all reaction based. It's all reaction. It's all reaction based. It doesn't change. It doesn't change anybody's mind. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It doesn't change anybody's mind. And then I love when people try to be like, and if you feel a certain type of way about this, this message might be for you. I'm just like, go sit down somewhere. I know. And what I get really frustrated with is, um, there are news stories that come out that should be passed around and people should know about what's happening. But I think what upsets me most about um, election seasons is when one side or another posts something that's very just degrading towards the voters, the people that's targeting the people and who they say that they are on the other side. And that really frustrates me because it doesn't stop to take a look at the other side of a platform that you might be supporting. So for instance, I'll get really frustrated when I see that, you know, something from a far right um, or an alt-right or just anything from a very right source is like um, talking about, you know, people who vote for the left side and how terrible they are and how um, just like degrading the actual people and the voters. And then I get very frustrated if I see the same thing from a far left or from a left. And, and I saw one um, that really frustrated me because it was something from psychology today and it was an article on what's wrong with people who vote for Republicans. And it really frustrated me because, well, one, because I always saw psychology today as like an unbiased research platform and it made me realize they're not. Um, And then two, it's just one more thing that adds fuel to the fire of like, why are we attacking people on the left side or the right side or saying like, this article, the whole premise was like, people who vote for Republicans are stupider than people who vote for Democrats. And that was the entire reason for this person to write the article. And I'm like, why would you even write this? Like, it just didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I think something else that goes along with that, that was mentioned. And I I look at you and I smile, but I'm not going to do that right now. (laughs) 
is know your emotional temperature. Oh, yeah. Because I'll get really frustrated really fast. I'm just like over social media and then y'all should yeah. see her when she get her phone after she done read one of them comments and getting ready to reply <sighs> she, get them two thum- she get them two thumbs on there <laughs> and you can do anything and she will not see it she go to town face scrunched up <laughs> neck red two thumbs on that phone I get so about, angry about nine inches away from my eyes and them thumbs go to work and I'm just like oh my gosh <laughs> what did she reply to now it's um, true though. But yeah, you you definitely want to make sure you know your emotional temperature. Yes. Um, when you're in, if you decide you want to engage, or if you want to reply back, or if you want to give, um, you know, your perspective or put something in context, just yeah. make sure you know your emotional temperature. Yeah. Um, and make sure that you're not, um, being the problem or causing the problem. Yeah. And I think about that because you've you've said something similar to me before, you know, back in 2016, um, with the election and I would get really frustrated. And so now (laughs) this is almost like, have you guys ever done like you write an email just to, to get it out and then you either delete it or you send it to somebody that you love and not to the actual person that you're sending it to, because maybe the email is really like, I just need to let you know how I feel, right? And it's not something that should ever be sent. So half the time now, if I see something that is really degrading towards people on either side or just really like terrible about people on either side, I will write a reply and then I usually delete it all, but it makes me feel better to That's write it. That's time wasted. That's time it taken is. away from me. Sometimes I just be like, That's true. I'm just like, You're what right. are you doing? And that, that stuff doesn't bother me though, especially we talking about on social media. I'm like, I you know. can put whatever you want to on I your know. Facebook. Like, okay, whatever. Like that doesn't impact me. That's not impacting me. That's true. Um, so I don't reply. I don't even it don't even bother me to the point where I feel like I need to type it out and delete it. Yeah, that's um, true. Um, but then know your emotional temperature. Like yeah. you know, I'm just so cool. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Keep scrolling. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't even give it my energy to where yeah i get upset and i see people say some crazy stuff and some people i went to high school with people that i went to college stuff. with i'm just like oh okay cool like that's your right to feel yeah. however you feel mm-hmm. um and and i keep it moving i don't have to reply i don't give no thumbs up no thumbs down you can't even give thumbs down i know but i just be like whatever like you know, i mean you can't put the emoji in their comments that's true. But I just be like, whatever. Or you give him an angry face. Yeah. I don't even pay attention to it that much because I know my emotional temperature and like, I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth to you, back and forth with you over this, you know, issue that you're just expressing how you feel. That's true. And after what he said tonight about like people's minds are not going to be changed by yeah, memes by or meme news stories, or news that story. also means that whatever energy I'm going to expend on trying to like let people know why it's terrible for them to you ain't gonna change their mind I, yeah right yeah. so and people probably feel the same way all they're gonna do is just me. you ain't gonna change their mind they're just gonna defend themselves and then y'all gonna exactly. be going back and forth and then it's, and then it's, you're gonna get one of these comments 
well, it, it, original comment wasn't meant to be that deep. Yeah. Or you'll get one of them. Well, thank you. Have a nice day. Yeah. Like, and, and it's not going to go anywhere. People don't do well with it's like, true. It's, you just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Right. And then you have other people who drop in the Michael Jackson eating the popcorn in the theater face down at the bottom. <laughs> like, I'm just here for the comments. You know what I mean? Like, and then you out here looking silly, wasting all your energy, typing all these messages back and forth with this person. That's and true. And then other people just in there watching to see the comments. Like, and they're like this and they is, laughing this at y'all yeah and they laughing at y'all so why it's true. I, to me i'm like why am i going to even engage in this mm-hmm. and then you get those people who jump in what happened to civil conversation i'm like it ain't no civil conversation all you do you're going to defend yourself the whole time because you believe what you believe and the other person believes and, other what they pe- believe. person, and you can say whatever you want to or drop any meme mm-hmm. or any reply and it ain't going to change nothing so right. i just be like all right cool like Thank what you. do they call it in chess? Is it stalemate? Yeah. It's almost like no matter what you post, because there's really no, um, there's no reason to post things except just to show your side of what you think. And so any argument you might get in is a stalemate from the very beginning. Exactly. So why bother if it's going to ruin a relationship? Exactly. But then if it's like news or media, some. That's what they want, those replies, though, because that's, that's right. ratings. That's right. And we know it drives traffic to their page. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I'm just like, this ain't worth it. This is crazy. So in light of that, everything that you see geared towards the election is clickbait. That's it. Clickbait. <laughs> you push it and then you got 57 ads. Yeah. And then a paragraph worth of stuff spaced out between 57 ads. Yeah. It's true. And it ain't talking about nothing. It's true. You, so. you right. It's true. So, so the last thing, um, and he, he really did talk about this a lot and I think it's important and I want to talk about it is yeah. to focus on the higher authority. Yeah, definitely that. I think people can get so, um, desperate. I don't think I said that right. Cause I said desperate, yeah, but I meant not desperate. Dis- disparate. Is that the word that I'm looking for? I don't for? know. They sound the same to me. It just sound like tomato, <laughs> tomato. Desperate, disparate. So I'm like, what you did? You just added a, like a, a, a British accent to <laughs> to try to make it mean something different. You're like, you're like, I said desperate, but it's not desperate. It's desperate. It's no, like, no, no, no. you ever seen that family feud with Steve Harvey when that lady was like, mama, mommy. <laughs> Mama, mama, mama. (laughs) That's basically what you did. You said, you said desperate, desperate. I'm like, no, they both mean the same thing. You just said it with a different accent. Let me clear what I was trying to say. What were you trying to say? Disparate, which is not the word that I really needed to use there anyway, because what that means is things so unlike that there is no basis for comparison. Uh, No. So that's not what I'm trying to say there. What I'm trying to say (laughs) is that people just get into such a like, okay, so I don't have the word for it, obviously, but they're like, the elections are do or die. Like this is going to completely affect my life. Make or break you. Thank you. This is going to make or break you, right? Um, And people get so into that and they just, they forget, you know, and 
and, and honestly, like you and I were Christians and we see, we know that there's a higher authority and we look to God as that authority and that no matter what happens in the political arena here, he is still in control. And that kind of brings a peace, you know, no matter what happens, no matter who is elected, no matter even what policies are really enacted, we know that God is in control, you know? And, and so I encourage you to really, first of all, if you have questions about that and why we believe that, we are more than happy to share or talk with you about that. Um, But I really just encourage you to look for the higher authority because yes, politics matter. They do. We're not saying they don't. They they absolutely matter. Um, But... In the grand scheme of things... In the grand scheme of things, there's so much more. Yep. You know, so and that's why we say don't lose yourself. Oh, my goodness. No, Um, it's not worth it. Yeah. Don't lose yourself, because um, once you do that, you know, you you put yourself in a tough position. And I think that last point that you made, like the higher authority is the reason why you don't lose yourself. And can I be honest? I mean, I think people might listen to us and say, like, well, I really, really believe this. And I like there could be relationships ruined if other people don't believe the same way. Or like I have this personal experience as, you know, being this identity. And if people don't see the same way that I do, then maybe we weren't friends to begin with. And maybe I don't need to associate with them. And can I just put out there that to me is one of the best ways that the devil can get in your head and divide people. And I really, truly believe that. Yep. Take advantage of all opportunities. That's what he does. Yeah. He get in there and take advantage of all opportunities. And if he see, like, if you lose yourself, yep. he's like, I got him. Yeah. And then once you lose yourself and he's like, I got him, then that's when he can divide relationships, divide relationships break you down as a person. Yeah. If this whole thing makes or breaks you. Um, also, you know, can make you like separate yourself and yeah, and create all create all kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, don't lose yourself. Yeah. So that was that was it. Um, I think you had some pretty good tips, and I had a chance to kind of go over some of mine that I wrote down, which I think ours they overlap really well. Yeah. Um. But in this, you know, political season make sure that you understand what really matters and what's really important and that you don't lose yourself in the process um, of, of fulfilling if they are your, you know, your obligations. Mm -hmm. Um, So agree. Yeah, that's it. And remember to vote. Yeah. Vote, but know who you're voting for. Yeah. And know that it's not going to be the end all be all. Yeah. And it's, definitely not worth losing close relationships over nah because in four more years in four more years we'll, be, we'll be doing it again exactly so <laughs> yeah just you know just just don't lose yourself that's that's all i'm gonna say is don't lose yourself that's right all right well until the next time hey we out peace Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe on any podcast platform and make sure that you rate us. Also, we do have a YouTube channel if you prefer to watch our antics and we also provide closed captioning. And if you want to know more about us, go check us out on our website at successinblackandwhite.com or you can reach out to us directly on social media. 
My social media handle is I am Daryl Lovett on all platforms. And mine is April Dawn Lovett on all platforms.